Welcome to the Creative Equation Podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and creative individuals who want to leverage creativity in order to increase sales and customer engagement. You'll get a healthy dose of graphic design tips and tricks, as well as sales and marketing strategies to help you and your business continue increasing profits. I'm your host, Brandon Ritchie, and I'm pleased to welcome you to the Creative Equation Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Creative Equation Podcast. My name is Brandon Ritchie and I help businesses and organizations increase profits and customer engagement with stress-free creative services. And what I've set out to do is to help as many other creatives and business leaders as I can to leverage creativity in such a way that it does increase profits and increase sales. So as a recap, or for any new listeners, the Creative Equation is a formula designed to help you leverage creativity to help your business or your organization increase sales or donations. So those three primary components are proper exposure, proper experience, and proper expectation. Uh, Proper exposure is all about making people aware that your company, your nonprofit, your organization exists. Um, And we do this with outbound marketing, inbound marketing, and by creating design assets like your website, like your flyer, your brochure, etc., Um, Proper experience is making sure that once people know that your business or your organization exists, they have a great experience and not a poor one when interacting with your brand. So your website doesn't look outdated. Fonts aren't too small. Uh, There isn't poor contrast on your flyer design. And there's no friction. So friction would be um, a QR code on your flyer doesn't work or uh, there's technical glitches or technical difficulties on your website. So we want to make sure that we're eliminating any friction so that we're not giving a poor experience, but we're giving a proper experience when people are interacting with your brand. And proper expectation is making sure that your customer and your business don't have differing ideas on what the exchange will look like. Uh, usually this is related to product, price, or processes. Um, this is also all about making sure that your product is actually marketable and that your audience is actually wanting to purchase it. And if they're not wanting to purchase it, you need to ask yourself, are we actually targeting to the right audience? So you want to make sure that you're actually uh, marketing and targeting to qualified customers and qualified leads. Well, in today's episode of the Creative Equation podcast, we're going to be camping out in the first component of the Creative Equation, proper exposure. Um, And we're specifically going to be talking about search engine optimization or SEO. Um, And we're going to give you a few really, really practical things that you can do uh, and that you can implement on your own to increase your website's SEO organically. So before we go any further, I just want to take a minute and define search engine optimization. So search engine optimization essentially is the practice of getting your online content, your website, etc., Uh, to rank in search engines like Google to help you be found more easily online. So there's a lot of different things that you can do related to search engine optimization. You can hire a SEO specialist or an SEO expert on a monthly retainer or annual retainer uh, to essentially just make sure that they're consistently helping you rank higher in search engines like Google. However, there are some really practical, really simple things that you can do on your own to organically increase your ranking in search engines like Google and to organically increase your SEO. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So number one, the first tip, the first strategy to make sure that your website is optimized for search engine optimization is this. Start a blog. 
the, the fact is your website will be much more likely to be found on Google um, if you have a lot of rich, specific, relevant, and targeted keywords on your website. So for instance, if I'm a plumbing company in Lakeland, Florida, it's not enough to have a beautiful homepage and a beautiful gallery of projects or photos of projects that I've done in the past. I need to write blog posts, articles, um, and written resources that essentially talk about the projects that I'm working on, talk about the services that I offer, and in doing so, being very intentional to include uh, rich and specific and targeted keywords um, related to the services that I offer. Um, it's also important to include keywords related to location, so the location that you're servicing. Uh, so, for instance, if I am a Lakeland plumber and I'm doing a plumbing job for a Christian school, and I write a blog post about it, the blog post might say something like, um, today we had the opportunity to do a plumbing job for so-and-so Christian school here in Lakeland, Florida. Um, we're using our standardized wrenches and different equipment to fix leaky pipes and to make sure that their plumbing is state-of-the-art and up-to-date. Um, basically, when somebody then is a different Christian school and they're Googling, uh, looking for a plumber for my Christian school on Google, boom, you're going to be more likely to pop up. Or even just the, the location where it's saying Lakeland, Florida, uh, plumber in Lakeland, Florida. Well, now you have a whole blog post talking about how you are a plumber uh, servicing the Lakeland, Florida area. And so when somebody in Lakeland is searching for a plumber, you're more likely to show up. So this is a really, really great strategy. Make sure that you're including some location-specific keywords in your blog posts, uh, that you're including keywords related to the processes that you use when you're servicing a customer. So anything that somebody may search on Google, make sure that you're including those uh, rich and specific keywords in your blog posts. Many people underestimate the power of blog posts, but the fact is uh, this is a great way to increase your word count and your keyword count on your website, thus being a really, really effective uh, method for organically increasing your website's search engine optimization. Okay, the second tip, the second strategy that we're going to talk about in this podcast um, in order to organically increase your website search engine optimization is getting more backlinks. So if you're new to search engine optimization or SEO, you're probably wondering what on earth is a backlink? Well, a backlink, um, essentially it's a link to your website's URL from uh, some other website. So this could be from a different blog post. This could be from a business listing, but essentially somewhere else on the internet, there's a website pointing back to your website. So there's a few different reasons why this can be uh, helpful for search engine optimization. The most organic reason is that people are more likely to visit your website um, if there's links to it all over the place. So on social media, there's a link to your website. On your Google My Business, there's a link to your website. On your Yelp listing, there's a link to your website. On blog posts, there's a link to your website. So that's just gonna increase the amount of organic traffic and the amount of people who happen to stumble upon or stumble across that link click it, and then end up on your website. The other reason, though, is uh, a little bit maybe less self-explanatory or a little bit less common sense, but this is that Google will find your site to be more reputable if it has more backlinks pointing to it. Um, so basically, Google, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more later, but Google is trying to help its customers um, the best that it can. So it's trying to push the most reputable uh, the most noteworthy. Basically, they're trying to help their customers find the information that they're looking for. So if your website has 50 backlinks 
or 100 backlinks or 200 backlinks, um, it's going to make it that much more likely that they're going to push you to the top because they're going to find your website to be a more reputable source than some other website that might be doing the same type of uh, service or the same type of work that you're doing. So this is a really great way to organically uh, increase or improve your website's SEO. One great way to do this is to get on listings like Yelp, Google My Business, or other uh, business directory services. If you um, are part of a chamber of commerce, or maybe if you're not, maybe this is a good opportunity and a good reason to join a chamber of commerce. But basically, that's just another place where you can house information about your business, um, as well as some rich and specific keywords. Uh, But then also this backlink, which is going to be a link to your website. So um, that's a really great way to do it to find some different directories like that. Another great way to get backlinks is to be featured on blogs. So if there's a blogger who is featuring products and services um, similar to the products and services that you offer, um, you could try to build some relationships and end up on those blog posts. One great strategy that uh, a lot of people don't think about or I guess even know about is uh, is trying the broken link building strategy. So broken link building essentially is where you go to an online listing featuring the top, I don't know, the top 10 plumbers in Lakeland, Florida, something like that. And you're looking for broken links. So you're clicking links. There's actually some automated ways to do this. You can actually um, invest in some software that can basically just scrape an entire web page um, or an entire website looking for broken links. But what you're looking for is J&J Plumbing's link doesn't work anymore. So what you're going to do is you're going to contact the webmaster or whoever created that blog post and you're going to say, hey, it looks like J&J's link isn't working anymore. Um, I would love if I could take their place that way that you have a working link on your website. So this is a really great opportunity because what you're essentially doing is you're adding value and you're helping the webmaster or the owner of the blog post by helping them fit Uh, fix a glitch or a piece of friction on their website, but in turn, you're getting another backlink. And the more backlinks you get, again, the more reputable you're going to end up on Google and the more likely you're going to rank higher when people are searching for um, services or products in your industry. Okay, number three, the third thing that you can do to organically increase or improve uh, your website's search engine optimization is to get as many Google reviews as you can. Now, don't roll your eyes at me. If you're somebody who is not into Google reviews, I'm hoping that I can change your mind because this is a really, really great tactic and a really great strategy. Uh, So in a similar fashion to the previous tip, the more Google reviews you get, especially positive five-star Google reviews uh, that you can get on Google My Business, the more reputable Google will find you and your website to be, and they'll give you a higher chance of ranking um, and a higher chance for people to stumble upon or to find your website when they're searching for somebody that's in your industry or in your field of service. Um, Okay, so let's talk about how you actually get Google reviews. And this answer is going to blow your mind. It's so profound. Ask people. If you ask your customers, the fact is people don't mind giving you a great review if you did a great job for them. So many business leaders, so many entrepreneurs, they're afraid to ask their customers for Google reviews. But the fact is people don't mind giving you a great review if you did a great job for them. So don't be afraid to ask. Um, If you feel like you're still not getting the traction that you want when you're asking customers for Google reviews, you can try some other strategies. You can even give some uh, incentives such as a discount 
on their next project. Um, if they leave you a Google review or uh, I've known other entrepreneurs in the past that have done giveaways. Hey, if you leave me, uh, if you like my Facebook page and leave me a review on Google, then you'll be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card or something like that. But whatever you can do to generate those five-star positive Google reviews, that is going to help you organically uh, rank in Google. So, and this happens for several reasons. Number one, the most organic way, again, is they make organically traffic see you as uh, a better option. So when people naturally stumble across um, your business's Google account, they're going to see that you have 30, 50, 100 Google reviews, and they're more likely to do business with you than doing business with the person that only has two Google reviews. So this is really great for organic traffic, but it's also great uh, because Google will find you more reputable and they'll uh, bump you up higher on the list when potential customers or potential leads are searching for somebody who's in your area of service um, and who does what you do. So make sure that you're getting as many five-star Google reviews as possible. And this is going to be a really, really great strategy and a great tactic to organically increase your website's search engine optimizations. So those are a few tips and tricks on how to improve your website's organic search engine optimization. Hey, remember, this is only one way to increase your brand exposure. There's so many different ways that we're going to talk about in future episodes. In future episodes, we're going to give you some tips and tricks on not only how to increase exposure, but also how to increase your proper experience that the customers are having with your brand, with your business, and with your organization, and how you can uh, safeguard against poor expectation and making sure that you're having proper expectation with your potential leads and your potential customers. In the meantime, I just want to say thank you, the listener, for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creative Equation Podcast and for spending a little time with me today. Remember, we are on a mission to help as many creatives, as many entrepreneurs as possible, and we'd love it if you would continue following along on that journey with us. If you found today's content helpful or valuable in any way, uh, we would be incredibly grateful if you would share this podcast episode with others who may benefit from it. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Stay creative, and we'll catch you next time.